0: Thanks Pat and uh, you're very welcome back to Tip Today Oh eight three three double one double three double one for your text uh, and your WhatsApp we had a uh, magician Steve Spade with us uh, a little earlier on just uh, before the news in fact uh, but Donal was on who's a bit of a wag out there and he says I have a fix now Fran for the health service all you have to do is get Steve Spade to wave his magic wand and sure won't it all be well well there you go well they've tried everything else Donal so you never know that might be uh, an option as usual on a Thursday delighted to be joined in the studio now by Muriel Cuddy who is CEO of Marito 8020 the clinic in Clonmel good morning to you Muriel what Hi, do you Fran. think waving, waving a, a magic wand over the health service?
1: I don't know, to be honest (laughs) now. I think uh, there'd want to be magic dust and, yeah, 15 million other things to go with it. Yeah,
0: yeah. uh, that's uh, for sure. Uh, Before we talk about the topic today, the competition we did a couple of weeks ago, how how did that go
1: for you? Uh, Fran, it was a massive success. So yesterday was the day that we actually opened the doors to the FM listeners to say, listen, if you book in, Um, you can have a free consultation with our aesthetic doctor. We had 13 people, so every single person showed up. Um, It was just brilliant because the feedback, so we were all there, we were all able to meet them and chat and whatever it was. It was men and women, so it wasn't just females or whatever. Uh, So they were able to meet us, but the the feeling or the feedback in the initial was the hesitancy to actually, people have been thinking about having something done in the aesthetic world. Now, it it, it doesn't even have to be like, as in anti-wrinkle injections, people had different things wrong Mm, that were bothering them, but they were very hesitant but this has been in their head for a long time. And this opened the door yesterday and they were able to come in. And I rang, or Charlotte actually rang everybody this morning to say, listen, how was yesterday? How did you get on? And she said to me as I went out the door, Muriel, it was just fantastic. Isn't everybody really, was delighted. Yeah. And yeah, and, and I suppose for us, it's so important. In Ireland, we're very quiet. We're reserved when it comes to certain things. Yeah. And you're terrified people are going to talk and you're terrified you shouldn't do things and you're supposed to do the right thing or whatever. For us, it's literally, the door is open all the time, Fran. And just to come in and have a chat, is, it's so important because we understand our world is private and we understand our world is probably a little bit different for people that are 50 plus. Mm, so mm. it's taken that initial step and actually realising. And is it the case, Muriel,
0: that some of the concerns that people have, they're kind of ashamed to have them almost because they feel that people might think them trivial in
1: It's, some exa- way, it's so. like in Ireland, like, you look lovely today, where's that from? Ah, that's only pennies. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Or we you don't play
0: everything. Do everything yeah, like it.
1: your hair looks lovely. I know it doesn't. Yeah. Every single thing you're not supposed to look well. If you look really well, like there's something wrong with it. You're not supposed to like feel well. You're not supposed. You run yourself down at every hand's turn. And I don't know—is that to make the other person feel better? But, like, they give you the compliment because they want to give you the compliment. So that's changing slowly but surely, I think, that people are actually realising, you know, they can do something for themselves. And and it's not
0: a sin to look after yourself.
1: No, and they're actually realising this, the 50 plus, 67, 67 even yesterday was like a real age that we saw saw a a lot of people on, that you can actually do this. This doesn't have to be for the younger generation. Because we kind of move through life very fast, and all of a shot you're looking at younger people getting the nails and getting the bits and pieces done. And you think, it's and also not the big
0: surprise to me is men.
1: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We had like maybe five men in yesterday, and like exactly the same mindset as women, and exactly the same as in I just want to refresh, I just want to look a little bit better, or maybe something wrong is in you know hair yeah, loss or whatever, yeah. and they wanted something in relation to hair loss and see what they could do, which like we can do that, you know, and the, just the delight yeah. and the relief. And one, one is it the case that
0: sometimes it's just advice almost as well? Um, no, yesterday,
1: the advice piece was massive. So every single person had an hour with the doctor mm. and that for us is massive. We don't want him to come out after 10 minutes. Yeah. We want him to sit down and we want him to chat. We don't want him to feel under any pressure whatsoever. You don't have to have anything done. That's mm. a massive, like for yeah, us, yeah. once you come in, you sit and chat and there's a plan put in place and the plan is put in place in relation to what you think you need done, what the doctor actually feels you need done mm. because your face is literally like, like if you're painting the house you can paint the skirting board, but then you're looking at the wall and then you're looking at the ceiling yeah, and then yeah. you're looking at the curtains. Course, yeah. So yeah, it all yeah. comes together and then for people's budgets, because it's not, um it, it, it can be it can be an expensive world mm. uh, if you delve deep into it, so you have to be very realistic and upfront to say listen, I have X amount and I have this for the next 12 months. So that can all be put together in the first visit and you don't even have to have any treatment or anything. That's
0: very interesting. So are we going to look after Tip FM listeners in the oh, future Oh yeah, well, totally. So yeah. We,
1: because of yesterday, um we're going to extend it, uh, to Tip FM listeners until Christmas time. So all they have to do when they ring Charlotte is mention Tip M. So okay. if they mention Tip M consultation is normally €150 Euros with the doctor for the hour. Um, it's free. But I have to state this is on the aesthetic side. Mm-hmm. So it's not on the health side. So okay. it's on the aesthetic side. But all yes, consultation right. okay. is free.
0: And we'll give out that uh, number in just a little while as well. You're going to talk to us about something that's kind of close to my heart, <laughs> close to all my Bits and pieces, indeed. It's glucotoxicity. What that? What is that? Um,
1: I'm actually laughing here because you know the biggest um, piece that people talk to me about in the last couple of weeks, Fran, um, since you weren't here last week, the week Mm. before. Do you remember I showed you the sugar? Chick, the donut chicken oh
0: I know
1: Yeah. So, so many people loved your reaction and I was like you're not supposed to love his reaction <laughs> so gorgeous. I was giving out to him so many people loved your reaction so I think a lot of the listeners are more on your page than my page but I'll stay beating away my drum anyway for as long as I'm allowed and, so.
0: and why not L- too so we're talking L- about glucotoxicity. so is yeah. that sugar poisoning or it, it's is literally it? so
1: it's a serious condition and it's a term used to describe the harmful effects of glucose on the body's cells yeah. literally so it's when the body Unable to use sugar properly. Okay, and I suppose we're finding more and more of it. If you're um, addicted to sugar, sugar addiction can be um, exactly the same. It's like nicotine or morphine. That's literally within the body. But there are so many different things. If you're addicted to sugar or you have too much sugar in your body, what are the different um, signs and signals? What can happen within the body, right? So I'm just going to read out a few, yes. Fran, okay? So this isn't to frighten people really, but I suppose... And these cross over and it's one of the things that it's very hard to actually... sugar poisoning, the glucosicity side of how do you figure out whether whether it is sugar poisoning or it is something else so you definitely have to go and get it checked out if you have some of these that are serious enough so I suppose the first ones are the general ones is in headache, hunger, sugar cravings, mood swings fatigue, brain fog, energy levels things like that and then it goes on down along So and I deal with these every day so like acne breakouts tossing and turning at night that you can't sleep or you sleep until 2 o'clock and then you're awake mm-hmm. and you're tossing and turning for the night, um, higher rates of obesity the, you're, you're type 2 diabetic or like pre-diabetic every single day I see this, the increased risk of autoimmune conditions and chronic illness, I see this every day and people don't realise it's actually like can be dietary related higher risk for heart attack and strokes dental cavities um, higher risk for substance use substance use disorders because this sugar leads to your medication side lower life expectancy Uh, memory problems, ADHD ADHD symptoms like impulsivity, focus problems, hyperactivity. I see a lot of that as well and people don't realise in kids and I talk to parents about that a lot as in the ADHD side, have they actually delved into the gut issues and have they actually Uh looked at what they're eating and their diet and that kind of thing.
0: And that's so prevalent.
1: Oh sure, it's it's like you're hearing it every single day aren't you and you know what do I do with them and they're hopping around the place. I remember my eldest fella Calpol was my first trigger to actually realise that he sugar just wasn't for him. If I gave him a spoon of he'd actually run around the kitchen table about 50 times and I couldn't stop him. Right. This was when he'd have like a temperature or whatever. But that was the highlight for me. So that is a
0: syrup, isn't it? That's yeah, it sugar is. based. Sugar. Yeah. To-
1: yeah. Total sugar, yeah. yeah. So yeah. parents need to be really aware of that. Increased risk for Parkinson's and Alzheimer's disease. And then going on to the other side of it, I suppose, when you're talking about, say, the intolerance issues along with sugar, because sugar increases the bad bacteria in the gut which is yeah. like, some of it can be Candida and you know how bad Candida can be in the gut. So you're talking about other things like anxiety and depression then the memory problems come with it like learning thinking and again think of the younger and even think of you can concentrate in a book and you get mm. five minutes maybe or you can't concentrate in telly and stuff like that. I get a lot of that. And then the chronic pain, that's one of the massive ones, like the inflammation. And even if you've had like hip operation or knee operation, inflammation won't go down. If you don't look after the gut issues, it's not going to go down. And then the other side then, I suppose the bloating and diarrhea, I'm getting a lot of that. Chills are involuntary shaking. The craving side is huge. Um, and uh, yeah it can go on and on I'll, I'll leave it at that for now because we want to sell well, it, damage and we want organ damage There there's so many different things Fran and people don't actually realise it and it, like you can put a lot of this down to other things Like people come into me and they say you know I have fibromyalgia and I have this and I have that and they, they have a list as long as your arm mm-hmm. but it's funny when we actually really simplify things and was it Dr. Mary Ryan or Michael yesterday, Michael yesterday, I think mm, I heard about Michael five or authority. ten minutes. Yes. Yeah, mm. actually said about simplifying things. Yeah, and when we do simplify, s- simplify it all for somebody, and come back to the right level on this, you actually see what they think they had um, disappearing, or the symptoms gone completely. You know,
0: and uh, by that you mean simple meals with simple ingredients with no processed well, food or um, little processed. It's funny,
1: like say you're supposed to have very at the very most six teaspoons of sugar a day right so that's 25 grams of sugar like most people have double if not triple that and like it's not that we we don't even know sometimes because like it's in everything it's mm. in bread it's in fruit it's in like it's in it's added to so many different things like and no one size fits all so like your tolerance to sugar would be completely different to my tolerance and of course the more sugar you have the mm. more intolerant your body's going to, be, or the more tolerant your body's going to become. So, like, everybody is different. Mm. And it's funny because I get this a lot too. So people think they're doing really well. So they try and cut out sugar out of their world and they up things like fruit and they up other areas in the world. Yes. But there's a lot of, um, say, fructose in fruit. So fructose in fruit, like that's the sugar in fruit, sometimes can be more harmful than glucose, which we get from starch. So, like, starch, uh-huh. you know, from potatoes yeah. and from that kind of thing turns to glucose. And I'm not talking about the other oses like the dextrose, dextrose and all of those that are added to things mm. just the natural ones first of all so you have to get that piece right because if your body isn't to sugar you're talking about all types of sugar so you need to like literally go back to the basics and if somebody was or I thought they had sugar intolerance like I would even limit fruit to like say maybe two or three pieces of fruit a day I would make sure they have that but and I'd even go on the lower sugar fruits so I'd go on like berries and apples and things mm, like not that not
0: bananas you know. and not
1: bananas and not grapes and not what I would call even the more exotic ones say like pineapple and am, you know yeah. your 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 yellow watermelon and mango and things like that that taste really sweet so you know they're very sweet you know mm. so yeah
0: it's interesting it's, for people out there that don't don't have issues with this. I have to say, God knows I have enough experience of it. It's a very real addiction. It is a real addiction. I mean, I enjoy, as you know, a glass of wine or two. I would find it much easier not to have my glass of wine, but it's my bar of chocolate is the
1: killer for me. You know, there's actually, um, some people have a specific hormone that makes them um, want sugar or or, or really uh, crave sugar. Um, It's called FGF21 and it, it literally determines a person's preference for, Does like, sweet or savoury. Wow. So it's a bit like whether you love um, uh, Brussels sprouts or not. Right, okay. So, like, there is a very real thing there in relation to your hormones, you know. Your taste buds too, I think. That's one of the things, isn't it? We used to talk about it, you know, they talk about the, the caveman diet and that. But, like, people did, they used to take in as much food as they could so that um, they were able to... Um, have it, say for, you know, say wintertime or whatever, but it was the sweet stuff that they actually loved, you know and that was like to satisfy, but that was also to put the weight on, so that they actually had the weight for then, you know, for wintertime But there were very real
0: reasons for it There was was real reasons, but Yeah. yeah,
1: but it was always there, as in, you know that that piece of it was there. Mm. The other thing is if you've a lot of bad bacteria in your gut so your microbiome is wrong and that candida etc is there well you're going to want more sugar your body will crave more sugar so that's literally like to feed that to feed it it? yeah yeah and like even your brain your dopamine and serotonin come from the gut they're your feel-good hormones Mm. if you have a lot of bad bacteria there you're not going to get the same feel-good factor from your gut so your brain will want to take it from somewhere else it'll get its hit from sugar so it will continue to look for more sugar. So like if you, within 30 minutes of eating, want something again, if it's the wrong food, your body will go back and your brain right. will want more of that hit.
0: And if there are people out there who would say, yeah, that's me, how do you wind yourself off this? Because this is no easy thing to do. Can
1: Mary. I, have I got two minutes just have, to yeah. tell people the different organs in the body, how sugar affects it? Yeah, I, I, I hate scaremongering. But in a way, I love it. Hmm. Because I think if it helps one person yeah, to just to pull back, I think it makes a big difference. Don't scare me. You yeah, always so I'm going do to week. I am, yeah. yeah so he's going to sit back now and give I out am. to me at yes. the end of this. But anyway, yes. right. So if you've giant pain, you know that anyway. That's inflammation in the body. That's number, two, number one. The second one is your skin. So a side effect of inflammation is it'll make your skin age faster. So I work with this in the clinic. So if somebody's going to get uh, a skin treatment done, we've got to work on the immune system as well. If there's a high level of sugar, a high level of inflammation, excess sugar, sugar attaches to proteins in your blood, and it creates harmful molecules called AGEs. This is advanced glycogen end products. These molecules do exactly what they sound like. They age your skin. So they damage collagen and elastin in your skin. These are the protein fibres that keep your skin uh, young and youthful. So, wrinkles so too much sugar get rid of it if you've wrinkly saggy skin your liver so this is a big one So an abundance of added sugar um, likely contains fructose or high fructose corn syrup we've heard of that a lot fructose is processed in the liver and in large amounts it can damage the liver so what happens it's broken down the liver and it's transformed into fat I am seeing so much this round that I wouldn't have seen 12 months ago or even 2 years ago non-alcoholic fatty liver it's an, exo- uh, um, uh, an excess of fat build up in the liver so I'm seeing a lot of that and the other one is non-alcoholic stetohepatitis So that's NASH. It's fatty liver, literally. And it's the scarring of the liver. And that literally cuts off the blood supply to the liver and that develops into psoriasis and you need a transplant, right? But it's the non-alcoholic fatty liver, is the sugar piece, right? Then your heart... When you eat or drink too much sugar, so you can drink too much sugar as well, the extra insulin in your bloodstream can affect your arteries all over your body. It causes the walls to get inflamed, they grow thicker than normal and more stiff and it stresses the heart and damages it over time. So that's heart disease, like heart failure, heart attacks and strokes and stuff like that. 25% of your calories, um, if they come from sugar, you're twice as likely to die from heart disease. Okay, so you really have to watch that. Your pancreas, so we know the pancreas pumps out insulin. When you're eating way too much sugar and your body stops responding properly to insulin, your pancreas pumps out even more insulin to try and make up for it. So eventually your overworked pancreas will break down and your blood sugar levels will rise and then you're set up for type 2 diabetes. So... Again, the pancreas, your kidneys. If if you have diabetes, too much sugar can lead to kidney damage. Even the pre-diabetic side, you've got to really watch this. The kidneys play an important part in filtering your blood. Once your blood sugars reach a certain level, the kidneys start to release excess sugar into your urine. So that's why we check the urine. If left uncontrolled, diabetes can damage the kidneys, which prevents them from doing their job filtering out waste out of the body. And, you know, it can lead to kidney failure. But like we see excess sugar in the kidneys, you know all the time your body weight of course that's, and this is one of the ones like it can increase your weight so even it, it, it inflames the fat cells and they release chemicals so like even if your calorie um, allowance somebody's on like a thousand calories uh, but 50% of your sugar and somebody's on a thousand calories but they're eating more protein and fat it increases the fat cells the sugar whereas the other piece doesn't so, like, you might be like watching your calories, and then the last one, I suppose, this is for the men. If you're a man, you you don't, may want to skip. I'm always on the men, aren't I? You the are Dessert here. or or the alcohol or whatever, because sugar may impact the chain of events. Yeah, needed for whatever later on. <laughs> it affects the circulatory system, <laughs> yes. lads. So it controls the blood flow throughout the body. So, um, yeah, yeah, lay off the wine. Lay and off the wine the, and the yeah chocolate biscuit cake. Or the so come on, premise. tell
0: tell us how we can sort of get ourselves off this? Because it is, I, I keep saying this, this is a real addiction.
1: It's a real addiction. And you know, um, a sugar addiction is exactly the same to come off it. It's like coming off nicotine. It's like coming mm-hmm. off anything else. It takes three to 10 days of, of really tough um, physical and psychological symptoms. So the psychological take about three to four weeks, Fran, but the physical take about three to 10 days. And, and people message me after being in with me and they're saying to me, Muriel, is it possible? Like, I'm, I'm really sick like the nauseousness and I'm actually vomiting and the headaches and the the, the insomnia and all of those things are all there. Like sugar withdrawals are the same as coming off anything else. So you have to be aware of them. And the psychological side, like so chills and sweating, the increased um, fatigue, you will be knackered out completely for a week if you're coming off sugar. So you need to just realise it is the sugar. It's leaving the body. The, The gut is trying to Switch itself on and good bacteria come back again. But the psychological side, like that's there, like like the ADHD, you will feel restless and un- unable to focus, like and the agitation and the hyperactivity. Um, all of that is all there on the psychological side of coming off sugar. But within yeah. three to four weeks, you start coming good. And if you want to come off sugar, there's a few things. Right, um, chromium is ab- absolutely excellent mm. as a mineral. Right, that's. Yeah, one of I the found things. that very helpful. Did you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. chromium is really mm. good. Magnesium is really good. As in, to help relax the body, and that, right? You definitely have to up, you have to eat three meals a day. So definitely eat your breakfast, lunch and dinner and don't feel I'm just going to cold turkey Mm. this completely and try and do the best choices you can. Forget about like small amounts of food. Eat enough until you're sated. So like if you have eggs, avocado and brown bread at breakfast time, you're full. If you have a decent bowl of porridge, two or three, even four wheat bricks if you need it Mm. and you put seeds or something on it with your milk and that, you're full. 11 o'clock then should be like nuts, maybe like a good Greek yogurt or something like that, you know, your berries, but something really substantial again. And then your lunch at this time of the year, you're talking about your soups put things into the soups like chickpeas and kidney beans and stuff it's a non-saturated fat protein and it'll fill fill the body mm. a lot quicker than anything else
0: and when you talk about kicking the sugar habit you're not just talking about the sugar in the tea or the sweets or the obvious things there's a lot of stuff that's hidden you
1: really there. have to go back to the start yeah and yeah. one of the things for me is the diary the the writing it down yeah. because once you start writing it down you'll actually start uh, figuring out very fast, well, I shouldn't have that and I shouldn't have that. And I, I suppose this is the piece I feel really sorry for people on, um, Fran, is in the education piece if you don't know you don't know mm, mm. and how do you find out mm. and and people say to me like that, I thought I was doing really well and they'll sit back in the chair and they'll say Jesus I'm disgusted I've like put a full month into this and you know I, I was really going nowhere you know so the education piece is massive it's so it's huge, if you yeah. can try and educate yourself uh,
0: May was on to us to say Fran I gave up cigarettes and chocolate two years ago you're absolutely right I craved for the chocolate and I never missed the cigarettes isn't it incredible
1: it'll just it, it, I, I've goose pimples even as she says that yeah. because I it's one of the pieces I say you put a piece up on social media and there was like 70,000 views on it about sugar. I've met people out and they've said to me, I saw that piece you've done on sugar, Muriel. It's a huge, huge deal for people that feel they're not addicted to something Mm. or that you'd never get addicted to something. But when you actually talk about it, they actually realise, well, yeah, I am actually addicted to sugar. And I think one of the pieces, Fran, on the withdrawal side, if you can try and stop focusing on, say, the emotional aspects of food, I say that a lot and talk look at the nutritional side. So when somebody Should comes just to. Just explain
0: in, that. Is that where we use food to make us feel just yeah, a little bit better? Yeah.
1: And it? I talk to people on, as in, if you focus on the health side, so yeah. if you eat for health, So if we get to a certain age, we have to eat for health. So about 40, 45-ish, if you don't look after yourself, you're going to, everything I've said here, you're going to be knackered in the morning. You know, you're going to feel miserable during the day. You're not going to be able to Mm. concentrate. You'll Mm. have the eggs. You're going to have that. But if you focus on food for health, and you stop thinking about the diet side and you stop thinking about the weight side and you stop worrying about that side, it comes together very fast. And that's the success of what I do in the clinic because I will always say to somebody, I don't put anybody on any scales or body analysis machine or I don't do any of that the first time they come in unless they specifically Mm. ask for Mm. it. I'll deliberately steer away from it and I'll say, we'll go from the health side. You've given me all these issues that are wrong. I can do A, B and C. You give me a hand to buy into it with me yes. and we'll conquer it. And we do, because when they focus on the health side and they come back, they say to me, do you know what? I feel better. And that's the starting place because it gets easier then.
0: Isn't it just indeed? If people want to talk to you or talk to your colleagues, how can they do that? Yes.
1: Okay, so there's a thing called urge surfing. I just want to say that in the end, right? Yeah. Think, Put that in your head, that word. Urge, urge. Surfing. surfing. Yes. So that's when you want to eat something wrong. You picture you're on a wave. So the wave goes up. That's the urge. The wave goes back down. The urge is gone. So if you can surf the waves as in the urge surfing you can kind of help yourself nullify Very the cravings and stuff indeed.
0: give okay. us that uh, that uh, phone number if people want to talk to you
1: yes so it's H one.
0: okay and again if they say tip fm
1: all they've got to do is mention Chip FM, and they have a free health consult for an hour. Sorry, aesthetic consult for an hour with Dr. <laughs> Juan.
0: Yeah. All right, great to see Muriel. And thanks very much indeed. Muriel Cuddy there of Marito 8020 in uh, Clonmel. We'll take a break. 26 past 11 right now